Aha, so you're welcome back. I'm super glad to have you. And I want to really appreciate you for sticking to Jillian Podcast and um, for your consistency. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the reason why I am here. Okay, in case you're just joining us, you can do well to go ahead, scroll down to our previous episodes. I'm sure you're going to be really blessed by them. Okay, that's that about that. So we're going to move right straight to today's business. And um, last week, Tuesday, we started up an a series here yeah. and then we did the first episode last week today this is the continuation of the proverb 31 woman and this is the second episode like i promise i'm going to make it four episodes so this is the second episode of the proverb 31 woman of course the whole essence of this is to you know bring up a picture a clear picture of the holistic woman a clear picture of what god had in mind when he was creating organizing instituting a woman for marriage what was what was in god's mind what was his intention what's what's his expectation what is expected of us as women you know, for the success of the home, for a successful marriage. Honestly, if you can follow through these episodes to the end of it and you go through it assimilated. Now, it's one thing to hear and then you hear. Now, if you listen to the last episode on this series, did you get anything? Did you go home with one thing that like you could click your hands on and say okay this is what i'm taking out from this podcast so you take it from the first episode and of course you should be expecting something new from the second episode and subsequently to the last so at the end of this there is something new you are applying into your life it's not about hearing and hearing and hearing and doing nothing with what you're hearing now Part of why I'm here is not to entertain you, of course. Uh, some persons find my my voice entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't think I'm here to entertain. Of course, sometimes I would try to, you know, bring in a little bit of entertainment in our shows. But mostly I'm here to educate, to inspire yes okay so that's that i wish you would go home with something new today from this episode the second episode of the proverb 31 woman okay so last time we stopped at the verse 15 so we're verse 14 we're starting from 15 to 20 today if if we have the time i can extend it to 21 so we don't have a whole long recording at the end of the episode like on the fourth episode okay so that's that so i'm taking verse 15 now and verse 15 says she gets up before dawn of course you know we're talking about the virtuous and the proverb 31 woman that woman that her price is far more than rubies let's understand what is making this her price costly like in this part of the world where we are now you know how things are escalating in the market yes so what's the 
you know when something is escalating in price it means it's adding value even though sometimes in this part of the world it's devaluing and still escalating okay so but for this woman she has so much value that, that made her price to be far more than rubies and she can just be found anyhow what are those things that made her so costly like that so that's what we discussed last time and we're continuing okay verse 15 said she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plants the day's work for her seven girls you know the point i want to get out there i want to get out some point from there the first one i want to get out there is that she gets up before dawn i'm going to be most of the times these kids are closer to mommy most of the values a child grows up with were inculcated if i would not say 70 percent by mother i'm sorry fathers but this is the truth because it looks like the mom is always available and always in touch with the more than the father. So she gets up to bed, breakfast for her health food. And that's talking about practical, spiritual food. You know, the normal morning devotion we do, we do in the house, those times when the family, everyone was together, were growing up as kids. You know that, you, you, of course, you know, in this part of the world, it, it's rampant what every Christian family is known for you know once it's 5 a.m you were hearing clap from neighbors everybody is awake morning the that is spiritual okay so that's the a part of what I want to get out from there now the, the B part of what I want to get out from there is now the physical breakfast now this is I want to tag this, you know, having a sense of responsibility. Waking up before dawn is a sense of you are you are responsible. Is a sense you have a good sense of responsibility. You know, knowing what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Now, when I say what to do and when to do it, for instance, hobby is going to work by eight. 8 a.m. in the morning and then you wake up by 
let's say 7.30 and then you're making breakfast by 7.30, hubby is supposed to leave the house by 8 a.m. Guess what? You know what to do, but you don't know when to do it. That's an error already. When are you supposed to be through? When is he supposed to eat? So if you serve breakfast by 8 a.m. for someone that is going to work by 8.15, you didn't do your work. Honestly, you did not. For some career husband, you know. Now, there are some, yeah, there, there are some career husbands that don't even know what breakfast is anymore in their house. They don't. See, as much as possible, you need to guard this man from always eating out too much. As much as possible, you need to guard against it. See, whoever has the stomach of that, your husband, will soon have his heart. Including your maid. Oh, yeah. So, before dawn, a sense of responsibility otherwise okay so that's that let me go through that verse again she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plans the day's work for her servant girls she plans the day's work for them not the servant girls this time the servant girl doesn't run the house she runs the house she plans their day for them not that they plan the, the house that's what we see in the more in modern day parenting I understand that it's not easy, you know, like, oh my goodness, it's not easy. You need to see these things with your, with your eyes. You need to experience, you know, the, 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 the work when it comes to handling kids, especially when they are young. My goodness, it's a whole lot of work. Sometimes it can get you crazy. In the midst of that, okay, now you have helps. You don't leave the house for them to run. You organize it. So she prepares and plans the day for her seven girls. Why she herself wakes up before dawn. Not that you're yawning on the bed and they are preparing breakfast for your husband. You're, you're lying down on the bed. My goodness. Arrow. Number one, arrow. Okay. Verse 16. We're going to be fast. My goodness. We're, we're ready. Okay. Verse 16. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. What is that saying? First of all, she goes to inspect a field. When you read that statement in other versions, you will understand that that means when you want to inspect something, when you she goes to inspect a field, she doesn't just go out and buy anything. She goes to inspect a field. In other versions, it says to consider a field. And I take that word, consider a field. When we talk about field here, what we are talking about is, it's not the field that you know. Field can be a job, it can be a work, it can be a business. So this woman goes to consider this job or this business or this work before she enters it guess what because she already has a job a primary job a primary duty of her home so she must consider another job to find out if 
she wouldn't relinquish her primary duty as a wife and as a mother for this other job. So she considers if this job is going to give me the time I need for my kids. Is this job going to give me the maximum time I need for my husband? So that's what this is trying to bring out. So she considers a job, she considers a business, she considers a work before she goes in for it because she knows. She has a sense of primary responsibility. Guess what, woman? The first and the primary assignment God gave a woman is the man. Yes, that's the first assignment God gave a woman, the man. That's, that's your assignment. He is your assignment. Every other thing is secondary. I understand you are a CEO. You are a managing director. That is secondary. Your primary assignment is that man. It's that home. It must work. Those children, they are primary. Not your CEO-ship, your directorship, and all of it. Hallelujah. Okay, so that is that. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. And then with her earnings, she plants a vineyard. With her earnings. With her savings. Savings of what? Savings of money. Savings of time and strength. She saves money. And what is this? She puts money aside. She doesn't spend any everything. It's so pathetic when I hear women say, uh, why are you giving me this money? This money will not be enough for what I want to do. It's not like we are licensing men to underperform in their responsibility. Yes. We know that this is the man's responsibility. But no matter how little you have, she puts aside, she understands savings. Savings of money. Savings of time. Savings of strength. At the end of the day, she brings this thing together to find a vineyard. That's what the scripture said. That's the description of this priceless jewel called woman. So it's not everything you eat, woman. It's not everything that will go to your mouth, to your clothes, to your hair. Save. Put something aside. Okay. That is that for that. Verse 17. She's energetic and strong, a hard worker. That's NLT. What does that mean? Guess what? She guards herself with strength, working of strength. You need it, woman. Spiritual strength, mental strength, physical strength for your duty as a mother, as a wife. You need wisdom. You need it. You need spiritual strength. For by strength shall no man prevail. Your physical strength can't. You need that spiritual strength. You need mental capacity. In the first episode, I I, I, I nailed, I, I, I hit capacity, O oh Lord. Mental strength. Physical strength, woman. You need it. Safe strength. Now, this does not mean that you should go and die as a woman. Hmm. One of my mentors, she advised it's a woman sometimes rests sometimes just close your eyes to the duties and everything in that house and go and rest take a siesta take a nap because if that body weighs down guess what nobody will do those things you're putting the man and the house in trouble
trouble. So if you love them, rest your body. You need rest. This does not mean that a woman should go and die. Now this is where wisdom comes in. You need wisdom to do these things. That is the, 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 the spiritual strength we're talking about. If you don't understand it, you can even go and overdo these things and you die before your time because you want to be a virtuous woman. Are you for real? Oh my goodness. That's, ex- that's not what I'm preaching, please. And that's not what the Bible is saying. There is need for wisdom to balance, balance these things. Let no area lack, you know. Here a little, there a little, you are maintaining your status quo in every way. In in a normal frequency, your body, your health is not suffering. The family is not suffering. Nothing is suffering. Everything is normal. That is wisdom. That is wisdom. Okay, so that is that she's... She's energetic, strong, and a hard worker, and that means that she's she's she knows how to guard herself with spiritual, mental, and physical strength, you know, for her duties. Okay, so let's move to verse 18. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Verse 18. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. What is that saying? That is typically talking about the praying wife. When I was reading this and I, I was trying to analyze, so what does this mean? You know, it just dropped into my spirit. The praying wife. The praying mother. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. I'm talking about her lamp burns late into the night. That is burning the midnight candle. At the place of prayer. If your lamp is burning, that means there is light in the house. Darkness cannot prevail. So you are a custodian of light in that house. In that home, your lamp should burn late into the midnight woman. The praying mother, the praying wife. So if your lamp is burning, darkness have no trace. There is no trace of darkness. When darkness creeps into the household, when your lamp is dim. If your lamp isn't burning, you are are making your home prone to everything darkness. So it needs to be burning. Fire to burn out the fears, to burn out the sorrows. Fire to burn out the chaffs, the things that are not needed, the unnecessary quarrels and arguments that could escalate into something else. That fire burns it out, burns out the trouble. You need that fire burning. You need that lamp to be burning even till midnight. That is explaining the praying wife and the praying mother. You must learn how to go down on your knees to handle issues in the house as a woman. Yes, oh yes, that's one of the biggest powers that you have as a mother, as a wife. So she makes sure that her dealings are profitable. She don't do unprofitable business. You don't see her chattering on, on unprofitable chats, unprofitable chattings. You know, mingling with people that are unprofitable. You, uh, when I see ladies that are married and they are just as, oh my goodness, there is one that is happening in my neighborhood. Young lady that is married, 
you still are sitting with old women. What are they talking? What are they thinking about? Now, it's good to take counsel from people that are older. But when I say old women, I'm talking about old women that when you look at their homes, when you look at them quickly, you, you oh my goodness, that is, you won't want to hear such people. Even if you want to, okay, let me not, let me not even uh, delve into that. Let me not just dive into that at all. So your lamp must be burning late into the night for your household. Number 19, her hands are busy spinning trade. Her fingers are twisting fiber. My goodness, this is like Proverbs. But I thank God for the Spirit of God that makes hard sentences simple. You know, when Daniel came, that writing on the wall, and, and they say, okay, we need an interpretation. He said, I have a God that dissolves hard sentences. You know, if you probably just read this in a normal day, her hands are busy, spining trade, her fingers twisting fiber. I read it and I was like, okay, so what is this? You know, in the NLT version, version it says, she lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. And I'm wondering, what is this? Thank God for the Spirit of God. And the thing that jumped into my spirit is, multitasking she's a multitasker that's how god wired the woman how is it possible that your hands are busy spinning tree and your fingers at the same time twisting fiber how how is it possible that your hands your hands are on the spindle the same hands are holding the distaff how that's how the woman is wired multitasking her natural wiring in fact uh this evening because um i'm doing this show monday evening to publish it on tuesday like this evening uh as i came back you know had a lot of things on my head i have some clothes because i'm this kind of person that if i have the time if i come back early if i have the time i want to wash out my clothes the ones i just wore home you get all right so and then i have to i have to cook now imagine I was cooking, I was washing, I was washing plates, I was cooking, I was washing clothes. So that is, that's how a woman is wired. In fact, a woman doesn't want to do one thing at one time. If I, oh my goodness, honestly, on Saturdays, I'm washing, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning the house, like my hand is here, I'm doing this, my mind is in the next thing I want to do. Do you understand? That's how almost every woman is wired. Although there are some women that are naturally lazy, they don't want to do nothing. So that is what that person is saying. She's a multitasker. She knows how to... See, if you, if you don't have the skills... Hey, God. If you don't have the skills, it's going to be pathetic in your house. God help you to, to have a good and understanding man in that house. If you don't multitask, woman, a lot of things are going to go wrong in the house. So that's how a virtuous woman is wired, multitasking. I want to be fast, my goodness. I can't believe we're already 23, 23 uh, minutes. Now, the last verse, I'm going to read is verse 20. She opens her hands to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her filled hands to the needy, whether in body, mind, or spirit. In other words, she's generous, she's kind, she's compassionate. Her filled hands, that's the one that's 
struck me. Her filled hands. In other words, her hands are always filled every day. Her hands are filled in the spirit, in body, in mind. Her hands are filled so she's able to reach out to others. That their hands are empty. My goodness, what kind of a woman is this? Oh God. I, you see, when I finished making my studies in every of this episode, I just sit back and say, God, would you just help your daughter? You need to help me. You really do need to. So that this word will not come in and speak against us in the day of judgment. That is in reality. Especially if you're not married. You need to ask God for grace. Marriage is work. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sorry if you think it's that. Is that. Uh, oh. You know. The, the beautiful wedding gowns. The rings and all of that. Work. Baby girl wake up. It's work. You know, she opens her hands to the poor. Yeah, she reaches out her feet hands to the needy, whether it is in body, in mind, or in spirit. In other words, she is a spiritual woman. Oh my God, I know you have been blessed. Did you take anything home? Like, is there one thing you got from this? If you didn't get anything, please, I want you to go back and listen. You will get one thing. You sure will have to get one thing and put it into your life or assimilate it as one of your priorities. Not even one. Everything we have said. Let it be your goal in marriage if you're not married. And if you're married, come on. You need to up your game. Thank you for speaking with Jillian Podcast and with your humble host here, Ijoma Lillian. I'm super excited to have to know that you stay till this point. I'm going to see you on Friday. Bye-bye.